What is up, ACL Nation? Welcome into another episode of Bagging and Bragging. Mish, it's episode number 30. We're enjoying our so-called off-season right now. I am uh, catching up on an enormous amount of sleep as we talk Too about much. Here. Too much sleep. Oh, man. I'm enjoying 11, 12 hours a day right now, Mish. I am catching up. You're like, you're like my dogs. I mean, look how beautiful I am, though. You know, you can't get this beautiful without all this extra beauty sleep that I'm getting. Never looked better. Never looked yeah. better, Wally. Feeling good. Feeling good. Laundry's almost caught up. I mean, uh, but everything else is going okay. Everything's just okay. I'm enjoying the offseason as much as I can. we got an interesting show for you guys today. Last week, we ended things with Jake Brandon. Let's go to the other side of that phenomenal match that we had at the Pro Qualifier. We're going to bring in Ben Brown. He's going to do his partner reveal as he earned his pro spot off of that uh Basically, backside desperation airmail, um, and we're going to do his partner reveal. And then later on today, we're also going to interview um, your favorite mother of the cornhole world. Cat Halbert does a great job of rounding us all up together and keeping us in line. So we're going to talk to her about a little quick recap and then hopefully about things to come in the next season. But as usual, Mish, how are you doing? How are things? Uh, things are good. Um if we want to get into the bragging section, I would love to kind of piggyback off of last week. So last week I told you that uh, we're uh, our local community put together a big fundraiser for my brother-in-law's kids. So my, my two nephews and my niece, and we raised over $10,000 for them. Yeah. So really, really cool. And I took third place out of 110 people. Uh-oh. That's exactly why Trey, Anthony, Jeff, and Bernie didn't want to compete against us, Mish. They know you got it in you. It wasn't about me. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the alleged X Factor, but you're the one actually out there slinging them, putting them in the hole. Um, but I actually had a decent weekend throwing myself. Uh, you did? Yeah. So, well, I got carried pretty hard halfway through, but I had my moments. I got yeah. carried too. Let me be clear. It wasn't that wasn't me that dominated on my side. Um, I just want to make I, so Aaron, if you guys ever know Aaron and Denise, the empty nesters, they live yeah. uh, on Fort Bragg on the coast. And it was so sweet of them. They drove all the way to Orville just to come support us. And I got paired with Aaron. Uh, so we, we got to play together. We had so much fun. And the game before the ship, I completely lost it. I threw a 4.4. Um, and so we had to play for third instead of playing for first or second. And that was the worst I threw all day. I just, it was so hot in there. Like the air conditioning wasn't working and it was 97 degrees outside. So that was like after back to back to back games, I had like sweat dripping down. Mm -hmm. I'm like hot mm -hmm. and sticky and miserable. And like I, at that point, like I probably just should have said like, hey, I need like five minutes just to like cool off before I jump into this game. Cause I'm so like, oh, cause then when we had to sit and wait for the third place game, I threw fine. Cause like I cooled off and. I don't know. I was just kind of miserable in the heat, but, um, you know. Yeah, that's kind of how it was for us, too. We're, we're outdoors. We're right next to the St. Louis Cardinal Stadium. So we do this tournament once a year called, uh, you know, Battle at Ballpark Village, which is basically right across the street from the Cardinal Stadium. It's outdoors. It's on turf. It gets really, really hot. So, like, I had my, my tumbler like this, you know, filled up with ice water. Sat it down for a second, went and reported our score, came back, and this black was just on fire. Well, yeah, that's the bad thing about having the black tumblers. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I couldn't even really enjoy my cold water, stay hydrated. Um, but my partner, Alex McDonald, he was just lights out. He was on fire, fellow from Kansas City. He drove four hours to come play with me in this tournament. So I want to kind of wow. give him a quick shout out. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, out of 114 teams, we finished ninth. 
So nice. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. We lost our first game to Kyle Anderson and Drew Wecking, two pros. And then over on the losers bracket, man, I can't even remember who eliminated us. Oh, it was just two guys, um, two local guys, but it was finally somebody who was able to contend with my airmail. I was on with my airmail. I can't push. And I hit my first airmail, and then he answered back. And I was like, oh, this is different. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I wasn't able to defeat him. We lost it. I think we lost bad, like 23 to 3. Maybe didn't even score. I don't, can't remember. And then, of course, you know, Ryan Windsor and Devin Harbaugh take down the whole tournament. Surprise. Well, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the type of talent that we had there. A lot of pros in existence. So, I'm really happy with ninth place. You know, doubled our money. And then uh, got a chance to play in a blind draw yesterday. 38 players. I, or 38 team. No, 38 players. I finished one out of the money again. K9 oh. chair. We talk about it all the time. Um, but I, I kind of want to brag on my buddy, Zach. Uh, he's legally blind and he plays with us. And I think he ended up going three and two yesterday. So wow, yeah, he, he's actually got a couple caches under his belt. I saw somebody made a post on uh, one of the Facebook pages saying, you know, have you ever gone to a blind draw and gotten a blind partner? I'm like, yes, it has happened. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. So I want to give a shout out to my boy, Zach. I mean, battling through all that and still playing some bags is kind of cool. But other than that, yeah, my cornhole is kind of quiet. I, I think I'm going to take a week off. I realized that I'm not in playing shape. Um, I'm kind of getting to these tournaments. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just like, tired? All you're doing is sleeping. This got, is bananas. I got months to catch up on. I'm telling you. No, 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 no. It doesn't. The body doesn't work like that. No. My shoulder is, or not today. My shoulder was sore yesterday because I haven't thrown in that many games in such a long time. The last time I threw was we had a tournament in July, and I, I think I, I got like, yeah, I got out in the first round in the bracket with my partner. It was his first time ever playing. Um, and so I threw like what, four games and rounders and then one game in the bracket. And, and, and it was like a long time in between games. And then other than that, I can't remember the last time I've thrown. So I've been throwing mini bags, <laughs> a little different. I want, I want to throw mini bags so bad, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'll get back into throwing in a little bit. We got to gear up for Spencer's. Um, I got to get in touch with Sean Latham and just make sure that he didn't think it was just a joke. And I actually, like, have yeah, we are signed up, dude. <laughs> Yeah. We gotta do this. Are you signed up? I've been signed up since yeah the okay. very first day, but okay. um, I don't. I guess I need to report partner change too. I mean, yeah, I know I some people who can pull some strings. Yeah, off. you should be able to be okay with your uh, connections there, Wally. Yeah, I saw your uh, picture on Facebook though. Before we finish our bragging segment, your little man's going back to school. Third grade. Yeah. Third grade, and he's so excited. Um, like he kept saying, like, he's still at the age where he thinks school is fun, right? He's like, I can't, I can't wait to start school. How many days do I start school? Um, he has some of his friends in his class, he found out. So he's super excited about that. And, um, you know, I said it on, uh, around the ACL as well. Like our big concern was that last year for second grade, his teacher got pregnant and then he went through three different teachers after that. So he had four total teachers in one year. And so are just we're just crossing our fingers. One teacher for the whole year. That's what we're rooting for. Um, and then uh, Nick made the joke that she's had this little like info sheet, the teacher. And it had like pictures of her cats. And she's married and she's 27. And Nick's like, she's definitely getting knocked up. She's, she's got <laughs> two cats and a gecko. She's married and she's 27. We're screwed. What is happening in that school? That seems like how it usually works though, right? Like. Like the teachers are just dying to get back into school, and then they're trying to figure out a way to get out of it. <laughs> I think that's just the Pop age, right? Yeah. Like a lot of teachers, 
you know, they, they tend to be in their, their later twenties, early. It's just tends to be that time in their life. And, and so here we are, but, um, but our, the principal assured us it's not going to happen because we were telling him that we have second grade PTSD right now. So <laughs> we'll see, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for him. And they could do like my old boss did when I worked at the accounting firm. He's like, all about you guys making families just can't be pregnant during tax season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then his second grade teacher, like something happened and she ended up having to leave way earlier than she was supposed to. So that's kind of what threw everything for a loop at that point. But both second grade teachers got pregnant at the same time. So they had to find subs for both classes. Yeah. So it was just kind of mayhem. But <laughs> so, well, we shall see. Uh, but no, he he's super pumped. Um, and today it's going to be 107 degrees. So like what a first day of school for these poor kids. And my husband who works outside, I just, I'm ready to get out of here, Wally. It's too hot. I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> it's too hot. All right. We're gonna take a quick break. and We're going to come back with our first partner reveal right after this. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to do a partner reveal um, as Wally mentioned, it's going to be someone who was at the end of the qualifier fighting it out with Jake Brennan, who we had on last week, and that is none other than Ben Brown. So, Ben, welcome to the show. What up, Ben? Thanks for having me. Welcome, welcome. I remember hearing your name. Um, I can't remember which tournament it was, but the people in your area in the chat, watch out for Ben Brown. Watch out for Ben Brown. It's Ben Brown there. Watch out for Ben Brown. Like your name was definitely um, buzzing. Um, before, so uh, you you did it. You made it. Congratulations! Thank you. And yeah, what Brent, area? Think, uh, I'm from Kentucky, southeastern right, Kentucky. Right. So everybody's either Florida, Texas, or Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ben, you actually had an interesting season last year, man. You were on the top of everyone's radar as far as DPR goes. You messed up their games. Um, I believe it was Winter Haven. You had a nice run taking down your bracket. Yeah. You took down two brackets this season, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, and then you go to the first national, and you're you're on high hopes. You're on the high, and then did you go 0-2? Well, so I had to play Jamie Graham first game. Okay. And I gave him a – I think I lost, like, 21-14. to 14, And I was up, like, 14-9. to 9, I just lost it, and he started not missing. And then I think I played Caleb Franklin in the 0-2 game. and Or the 0-1 game. And I think I lost 21-19 to 19, or 21-20. to 20. So oh, those rough, great. rough losses, and then I didn't know how stack worked, and I didn't play the stack at all. Oh, so, that's so I got sixty fourth overall in my bracket the first now. You didn't hear I, everyone talks about the importance of stack games. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little upset about losing going zero and two, and I, I was dipped out. Yeah, I, I was at the. I was already at lunch by the time I got my uh, text for a stack bracket. Well, that's the crazy thing, man, is you never know what what matters. And who knows, if you actually would have played stack, maybe you wouldn't have had to try out for the uh, qualifier. I, and... I probably wouldn't have because I had to play KB first game of the second national. Oh, so, nice. that's yeah, right. I right. got in a tough cycle. So another way to make it into pro status is to earn it through your doubles rankings. You and your partner had a little bit of a struggle bus, it seemed like. Um, so now you kind of got that resolved. So let's go ahead and talk about your former partner and then kind of segue into the new one. How did uh, things go last season, I guess, or what could have been better? Uh, I think me and my partner could have done a lot better. Like I said, we started off bad, and it kind of just 
got us in a tough cycle. Because we had to play Matt and Jamie first at the national and stuff. And it was, uh, so, you're, so you're done seeing Jamie. We had a little bit of a bag thing, too. Where I was like, I was trying to throw slicker bags or faster. Or he was trying to throw slicker bags. I was trying to throw slower bags. And uh, I don't know. We would always find it at the wrong time. Like, he would throw really good. I would throw bad. And I would throw really good. And he'd yes. be off. And then uh, it was, I don't know. We could have we could have done a lot better. I know we could have. You hear but. that a lot, by the way. Like when I do the post uh, interviews on the broadcast, like, and I say like, "What was the key to your success?" You'll hear a lot of the times they'll say like, "We both just caught it at the at the same time." Like, so you know that's a a problem for a lot of pros. Is like, can we catch it at the same time? Why does it have to be one of us and the other ones, you know, having a yeah. bad day or a bad round? Doubles is tough. Yeah, because you both have to be on to beat any of the any of the pro teams you can't or just hope one no of them one can on. have an off bag. yeah <laughs> <clears throat> that's not gonna happen at this point right we're making it tougher and tougher i said uh yesterday that you know we used to have a larger amount of application spots now we only have 10 so it's going to be even harder the field uh right we have more people qualifying in ways that are going to be tougher competition so it's only going to get harder yeah, so yeah, uh, sure. let's go ahead and bring on your partner, and then we'll talk about uh, how he qualified. So go ahead and introduce us to your 2024 season partner, Ben. Uh, my new partner is from Louisville, Kentucky, not too far down the road, and it's uh, Carter Bennett. Carter PDC Bennett. Phenom. Let's go. What up, Carter? <laughs> PDC Phenom, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Carter, last year into the PDC, um, let's kind of talk about going into that season. You decided to take the PDC contract. You battled your way through all the uh, brackets to qualify in to get in the main bracket. You had a phenomenal run. I believe it was in Portland, right? Yeah. Man, getting, what, all the way down to the final four on the winter side? So, I mean, I think that was pretty impressive. But kind of talk about your season and the different struggles as far as having to qualify just to make it into the national brackets. Uh, so... Yeah, it sucks. Uh, ben was talking about having to play, like, Jamie first game. Uh, I had to do that pretty much every single national. <laughs> yep. Uh, Congratulations, you made it out. Boom, number one. Yeah, welcome yeah. to the PDC. It's real fun. I made it out every single time besides the first one because I showed up late. And I, I still made it out for doubles but not for singles. So – Oh, minus that, I made it out in every single one, and I think I had to play Allen, then Alex in Portland. I beat Alex, and then uh, somebody else, and I had to play KB, and at Worlds, and I almost uh, gave KB a good run, but he still got me. But it's just rough. It's kind of like you're playing single elimination every single time. Yeah, but, you're uh, you're under a glass. <clears throat> yeah, so I started. I. Uh, I was 17 at the beginning of the year last year, so I played in the juniors qualifier at the first national, and then I turned 18 from the first one to the second one, so I played in the men one and the men's one after Got the it. first national. Yeah, that that makes sense. That that age jump into the different kind of qualifier, um, yeah. the PDC is is rough. Do you feel like it trained you pretty well? Uh, uh maybe a little, but. I felt confident going into last season that I should have been a full pro. Yeah. And I made it, like I said, I pretty much made it out every single one besides the first one. Good. So, I, mean, then, I, I knew I was good enough to compete, but I, it's just kind of another obstacle that I had to do. And did you guys already have bags, or does that come into 
play because you know these partner reveals at this point most people aren't even in contracts yet with bag manufacturers so does you guys came together and said whatever bag we get we'll get or do you already have a bag established uh we haven't figured it totally out yet we were kind of hoping going on the bag reveal and or the uh, partner reveal would help with sponsors and stuff but there you go yeah i think i'm still in contract and <laughs> I am not opposed at all to coming back to WTF. We're just trying to figure it all out. <laughs> yeah, so your contract might end after Spencer's? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, good things about WTF. Obviously, Kyle Butler's a huge pusher of the bags. Misha, is WTF out there near you? I don't know where WTF is. It's in Texas. Texas? Oh. Yeah, I wasn't sure yeah. if it was out there to you guys or not. I think they kind of went like up to Ohio area and you know to the right, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, not, nothing here in the Midwest with them as far as I've seen yet, but who knows, maybe that can change. So, uh, yeah, kind of going into the season now, you have your partner, you guys are in a close location, you guys can practice on a regular basis. I think that's going to be huge for you guys. What expectations do you guys put on yourself for this season? Uh, I'd like to, I'd like us to finish at least top 15 doubles. Like, that's the minimum is to requalify. I'd like to uh, hit like top 30, top 25 ish, though. Yeah, I was thinking top 25 and doubles was a goal for mine. Awesome. But you didn't have fun at the qualifier? <laughs> you, you I had a lot yet? of fun, but I don't think <laughs> a third time in, I did it twice. I don't think I need to do it a third time. Yeah, you're like, I checked that box. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we wish you all the luck this season. Um, and good luck finding the bags that, that fit both of you and all that. I hope this helps. And we uh, look forward to watching you guys out there playing. Well, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Kat Kennedy Halbert right after this. All right, it is time. We're going to bring Kat onto the show. Welcome, Kat. Hi, guys. What up, Mom? Well, oh, yeah. Hi, Wally. <laughs> you are you are mama bear uh, whether you want to be or not to a lot of these pros <laughs> completely okay with it we talked about that a bunch at worlds yeah um you're always wrangling them in uh and i my first question is who's more difficult to work with the pros or the celebrities Ooh, it depends is shamar playing <laughs> it's funny I literally just talked to him on Saturday for like 30 minutes but um no I mean it really just depends right every celebrity is different um every pro is different we have pros that show up on time and do exactly what they're told and then there's other pros that I'm like really he was just here I swear to god he was just here where did he go um and then you have you know celebs that like to do things at their own pace and things of that sort. You try to make it fun with them, right? Like today I'm your director, I'm your coach, I'm whoever at home tells you what to do when you're at work. That is me today, you know, and just try to lighten it up and stuff. It just depends. Yeah. I thought you were going to pop a vessel in your forehead whenever Shamar was <laughs> signing autographs for everybody. He was enjoying the moment. I understand him, you know, he was, he was having so much fun. Yeah. He was having a blast. He, he was having a good time. And I think this, I think for the most part, the fans enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, they, how could you not? Right. Like he literally walked around for two days. That's why I was like, he's been here for two days, guys. I need two hours. He's just mine for two hours. That's all I need. Everybody can handle it. Come on. <laughs> all right. So uh, before we get into uh, what's going to happen next season, is there a lot you're going to be able to share with us about some changes for next season? I got some some stuff okay. that I think we can talk about. 
Okay, cool. So let's start super excited about. So, okay, cool. Well, let's start with um, last season. So what, what you think were your favorite parts or some changes we made that went really well and some things you'd like to see different. I mean, starting off at the beginning of the season, our draft really kicked us off hard um, with a explosion from where the draft was the year before to where we did it um, this past year in Myrtle beach. And I think that we're just going to do nothing but elevate that going forward, which I'm super excited about. Um, the LEDs, you know, our broadcast really enhanced over the last season. Um, Josh and I are constantly looking at bigger and better venues and we started ticket sales. So, I mean, we're constantly growing and I think the rest of us are just trying to keep up. The ACL just keeps going higher and higher. And I'm like, okay, who are the people for that? Um, but we're just growing and adapting across the board. And I think we do a good job at listening and trying to understand everyone's feelings and their opinions across the board and balancing like, okay, you're asking a lot here and I'll do my best to try and accommodate. So. Yep, definitely. I, I think that's one thing I've noticed when I joined the ACL is you come on with whatever position you come on with. And then it's like, what other hats can you wear, though? <laughs> it's a lot of hats you can get asked to wear if you don't limit it real fast. I'm not very good at limiting. So there's several that I like to wear occasionally, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. My next question, as far as like your little family that you have on your side for the broadcast and other tasks like that. Do you feel like you have everybody in place or do you still feel like you need a few pieces in, a, in order to get things working smoothly where you can kind of move a little bit? I do feel like I need, there's a couple pieces I feel like we need for sure, right? Um, our broadcast is growing and growing and growing. And I have taken on a larger role on the actual, like the production side and basically being like a stage manager and helping working with Michelle on interviews and working with the team on content, like trying to get them as much help as they possibly can get um, and bridging the gap between our production company, which is Tupelo Honey, which is fantastic. And our team, right? Like we both have these jobs to do. We just got to make sure the communication works. And that's the biggest piece that we've worked on this last season. Um, which is communication. And I'm so excited. We've put some place things in place going into next season, I think are really going to help us going forward. Communication is the key to any company and bridging those gaps will really help us across the board. Yeah, because we have, you know, for people that don't know, you know, we have the ACL production staff <clears throat> and talent. And then we have Tupelo Honey, which is a company we hire that has a staff. And all, and everybody has to work together. And then you have the pros and, and the celebrities. Like, so you have all these different pieces that, and everybody has to work cohesively together. So um, it's, it's very interesting. I think for me, like, you know, I was saying to uh, Bernie yesterday on ACL Live, like when I asked for the job of a sideline reporter, I didn't have any reason to be asking for it. Like, I don't have any experience. Like my body was just like, ask for it. And I was like, I don't know why. Um, and so I feel like the biggest um, hurdle for me was just understanding back of house stuff, right? Because I do have experience being in front of a camera, but wearing an earpiece, communications, how things run, watching out for the jib, like <laughs> all that back of house stuff oh, I, yeah. is a lot. Oh, yeah. Sneaking you into spots when it's like, okay, don't get caught, don't get caught, run. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things that people don't see. Um, all they see is me run around like a chicken. They have no idea what I'm doing. They just know that I'm running around like a chicken. Um, and that's fine. You know, I, I love my job. I could not be happier with where we are and where I am and what we're doing. Um, 
And it's been really great to kind of help elevate across the board. Um, as my job as the director of events, my job is from book a venue to load out a venue. So it's helping you, it's helping Wally, making sure his team has what they need, making sure Josh has what he needs. And I mean, there's definitely always going to be pieces that we can add to help cut my load a little bit. Um, but we have a really good team in place. And I'm really excited that some people are starting to elevate like and what they're doing Wally really picking up the slack and helping with the live stream team and getting them where they need to be and making sure they have stuff because I'm I will tell you up and down. I don't know everything about everything. And I'm willing to ask for help when I need it. But there's got to be people there that are willing to help me to achieve that job. And it's been nice to see the growth across the board this year. It's a whole other trial and error. I mean, we we learned our lessons through you know mistakes. You know, i.e. the the folding chairs at Worlds. I mean, <laughs> they were not folding chairs. <laughs> I was so excited about these chairs. Don't hate on me. Did you know I got a full refund though? Don't play. Oh, you did. I was of course you did. I told Fred. I was like, mm -mm, I want all my money back. I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> chairs are breaking to, left and right. I tried to buy y'all some nice stuff and then just went right in my plate. I did like, you read I don't the reviews, Cat? I did read the reviews. I did, man. I looked at so many. I was like, what can we pack well? What's going to be comfortable? What's going to cushion? Like, okay, oh, oh, this looks great. Nope. Fail. <laughs> they, look fail. At, they look at it first, and then they felt like they're made out of a cardboard box. But Did you find out the ones that they have at the venue at Worlds were really nice? Like, what were they, these? They are. The problem is those are actually the ones that Wally and I talked about to begin with, but they're so heavy. So... I don't know if y'all know all the logistics around how trucking works, but there is a weight limit on said oh. truck. No matter how big it is, there's still a weight limit. So you right. can pack it to the brim, but if you're overweight, you're screwed. So we were trying to find something that was a little bit lighter, a little easier to handle, things of that sort, and we hit rock bottom. The yep. things Sean you don't Latham think necessarily about. hit rock bottom, but <laughs> he almost he almost <laughs> went down in the chair. He yeah. said someone did it to him. He's convinced. So, but no, so that's things. Court for court one coming soon. <laughs> what, what was that, sir? No mini versa court for court one coming soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, you keep you. If you can learn how to keep your pipe and drape in line without gaps in it, then we'll talk about a versa court. Whoa, and you have to set it up every time. That's I've, I've actually been having meetings with Chase and Corey um, to eliminate pipe and drape and make it clean and efficient. So we'll see. Oh good. Oh no. As long as it's light, like as that's what I'm starting to say. Like these are things that people don't think about. Yeah. You know. There's a certain uh, Facebook group, I won't name it, that loves to talk about, they know about everything and bash the ACL oh. for so many random things. And I just want to be like, have you thought about the fact that we can't even choose things because it makes the truck too heavy to, to like, do you think about all these little nuances that have to be thought through? Like They I, have I, no I, idea. I call those people toilet Einsteins. <laughs> <laughs> When they do the whole thing and they're like, oh, I got to post this right now without thinking of anything that actually makes sense. So. You know, it was so funny. I talked to a pro in Canton and we were talking about some stuff and they had a complaint about something and it was Sunday. Okay. Now we've been there for two days already. And this complaint came to me on Sunday and I was like, guys, why are we talking about this now? Like, why didn't we talk about this two days ago when it was a problem or yesterday when it was a problem? They were like, I was like, I've been here all weekend. They were like, well, I, I didn't see you. I didn't know. Like, I didn't, they posted in the program. I'm like, guys, I, I, I'm right here. Like, I'll fix any problem. And they were like, well, we didn't see you and this, that, and the other. And I said, well, you know, you can always come to me. And they said, Kat, I'll be honest with you. I know that I can come to you with anything. And you're either going to give me one of two options. One, 
I'm asking too much and I'm out of my mind or two, I'll see what I can do and I'll take care of it. Like it's so true because so many people come up to me and they're like, what about this? And I'm like, okay, great. Sounds fantastic. What about this and this and this and this that all goes along with that. And then they realize they're like, whoa, I didn't. Yeah. You didn't realize that there's so much more than just what's right in front of your face. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, that's what people need to really pay attention to, but we only have a few minutes left. So tell us next season, what can you give us? I will tell you that I am, Josh and I are working really hard to lock in through December by the end of the month. The goal is to give you everything through December by the mid of September, like on the website, ready to go. We're working. So that would be like what, five open? Six. Six open. Two in October, two in November. And then one in December, along with like our open slash college, high school champs, New Year's Eve thing in Myrtle Beach. Um, That is staying. Myrtle Beach is staying. We're doing that New Year's Eve weekend. What I'm super excited about, though, is open number one. If you have not heard, open number one is Rock Hill, South Carolina, with a draft, along with the brand new ACL Rookie Showcase that I am so excited about. Me too. Um, It's like all these pros are like, what's, what is this? What is going on? Like, I don't understand. And I'm like, it's literally like a mini combine last year. We did these teams um, drafts. And after the first couple of rounds, these teams were like grasping at straws, right? Like hoping that someone on their team knew somebody left on the roster um, to pull from. And you really didn't know anything about him. You were just taking a shot in the dark, right? Like, I think he might be a good pick. You're going off of a very short stat list, right? Just PPR. I don't even know how it's anything else. I mean, it's really like PPR and hoping maybe you talk to Wally and said, hey, dude, who's on your radar that I don't know about, right? Yeah. Um, But like giving content to y'all as announcers and our production team that's going to handle the draft as well as these team captains to where they actually get to watch these rookies compete in different skill challenges. Um, It's going to be split into three rounds, rookies only. You know, you're going to get certain amount of skill challenges. They'll compete in each one. We'll collect stats and data and team captains as well as all of our staff will be able to be there and observe and collect all the data that they want and spectators it's open for them to view so it's literally like our own version of like an NFL combine I'm super excited and it's going to be nowhere on their scale but I am really excited to put it in place I think it'll be a lot of fun for all of us that is going to be really fun I'm super pumped about that all right never bad thing what would you say it's an overloaded data is never a bad thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, exactly. The more data, the better. Uh, like you said, you're going off of such little information. You're like, I think I've heard this name before. Um, yeah. So this is going to be huge. All right, Kat, it has been awesome having you on. Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to take a quick break and come back right after this. Thanks for having me, guys. See you. Welcome back. We have a bonus partner reveal for you. Didn't even see it coming. See, we're sneaky oh, like that. Nice. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's how we do it here at Bagging and Bragging, the show with no intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Trey, whoever's in charge now. Maybe next season. And maybe next season, you know. Uh, maybe we'll come out strong. We shall see. All right. So uh, we're going to bring our first uh, pro up. It's going to be Ethan Walker. Ethan, welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? What's up, brother? Does Connie know you're on the show? Connie does not know I'm on this show, but I'm sure she'll be watching. <laughs> yeah, she'll be watching. 
Joe, I'm Joe one of our biggest, biggest supporters in the ACL. We love oh, her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Ethan. So, rookie season's done, man. Let's do a quick recap before we bring on your partner for next season. How do you think it went? What did you learn? Um, it went, it went well. I thought I played really well at times. And I mean, there was a few times where I didn't. I felt like at a few of the nationals, I felt like I could go out and win the thing with the way I was playing. And then I didn't have some great finishes. But overall, like, I think I finished like 36th in singles and 30 something in doubles as well. So it's a pretty solid rookie season. Absolutely. Well, we are going to bring on your new partner, and um, I'm pretty excited about this partnership. So yeah. without further ado, let us know who you're playing with. I will be playing with Alec Ryan. Yeah. What's yeah. up? What up, buddy? Not a bad pickup, Ethan. Got to say, man, your second over was the second or third overall pick as far as the team's draft goes, Alec. Where are you at? Your third? I think I fell to ninth, but first round. Oh, not you're okay. I knew you're in the first round. I thought you went earlier than that, but either way, not well, a bad pickup. Slingers were down quite a ways on that list. It was it was 55 years ago, Mish. There's no way I can. It was, remember. yeah, to be exact, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you and you and David didn't really have that bad of a season. Actually, both of you guys paired up with David. So you just done with David entirely, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Write <laughs> yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like this pairing, Mish, because I feel like they can play similar styles. You guys throw the same type of bag. So I don't think that's going to be an issue there, but what kind of prompted this? What what brought you guys together? Um, Honestly, we just talked to each other all year. Like we were just, we became really good friends and we played a shootout together in Texas and uh, we didn't play our best, but we still made a pretty deep run. And we're like the only people in the world can, that can throw as slow bags as we throw. So it just kind of <laughs> all ended up working out. That's important. Yeah, I was talking to Ethan all year. I was like, hey, we need to run more than just a shootout. These 10 rounds ain't going to do it for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The shootout is played shootout? We played the Texas shootout. That's why you played, though, was the shootout, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm, I'm expecting some deep 25, 30-round games now, Me, These guys are going to be blocking and rolling like crazy. I'm looking forward to staying there for long hours, boys. That's oh, yeah. well, that's my favorite game. What do you mean? It's longer if people just run bags. I'd prefer that over 42 rounds of straight four baggers. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think you're gonna see any 11 PPRs coming from our games, no, no. <laughs> but a strong DPR, right? Oh, yeah, that's that's my favorite to watch, so I'm yep. here for it. Yeah, so Alec, you kind of had a uh, in your words, like a roller coaster of a season, you started off early in the season, winning open number three, earning you that high draft pick. Kind of had a little bit of a lull there in the middle, but, I mean, you ultimately traveled to 15 out of 16 opens, got yourself a Stevie Award. Kind of recap your season, man. What did you want to improve on, or how do you feel like it went that, you know? If I just need to become more consistent over the whole year. Like you said, the beginning of the year, I felt like I was top ten player in the world. And coming near the end of the year, I was starting to feel that again, but – when the Nationals started, I hit a slump, and I felt like a top 200 player. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I noticed that about your sort of self-talk, Alec, and I know that you're a humble guy and you're kind of a jokey guy, so you'll say you you kind of will poke fun at yourself, but, like, where where is your confidence level, like, truly? I feel great coming into this new year now. 
about world's time, I was starting to feel my old throw coming back up. Got it. And then have you guys talked about, or do you need to talk about how you interact with one another? Like what to do when you have bad bags, bad grounds, how to support each other? Uh, I feel like we're both kind of laid back. Like sometimes I get a little amped up on the boards, but Alex definitely going to be laid back on the other end. And I feel like that's going to help my game a ton. That's really the only thing that worries me about this combination is that they both have a tendency to kind of just be like, yeah. Oh, well, what can you do? What can you do? Shrug it <laughs> off, bro. Bro, I, I am worried a little bit about your guys's mental game when things start to go wrong. At the same time, I, I love that you guys can kind of bounce back quicker that way. But as far as like making deep runs in tournaments, I want to see how you guys fire each other up. And, you know, when one person is down, how you pick each other up. I, I do think both your guys' games are there. I think you guys could be a sleepy, you know, a sneaky sleeper team. And I'm excited to see you guys pair up. Apparently he's sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> well, it. he's been sleeping too much. He can't do deal. <laughs> no, I don't think you'll be sleepy at all. Very entertaining, I'm sure. Uh, so you both have all the shots. So what happens in situations when you can be more aggressive or more conservative? Are you on the same page there? Well, I'm going to have to work on that a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if conservative is really in my game yet, but I, I, I'll work on it. I mean, I think Ethan's a top 20 player, so if he thinks he can hit the shot, I'm going to tell him to go for it. Okay. <laughs> so I think there needs to be some communication here because I think Ethan might need you to kind of pull him back sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm doing a coaching session right now. Right. I think he knows that. I think he knows that for sure. <laughs> I think it's something you guys will figure out as soon as the season goes on. I think the first one's going to come out. You guys are going to be excited and be ready to get at it. Now, you guys are both kind of travelers, though. Um, so do you guys plan on attending as many Opens? I mean, like 15 is a lot, but you still plan on doing that again next season? I think I'm going to beat that one and go to all 16. There we go. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be making – I don't think I'm going to be making that many, but I will still probably go to a lot. I think that uh, you guys will be able to develop the chemistry and the communication by the time the season's over with. So. Oh yeah, I'm because gonna... remember, it's not about can he make it. It's mm. it's a it's a statistical thing. Like, is it worth the risk? Right, risk reward. So yeah. we know Ethan's an amazing player. It's just is that the time to take that shot? And that's where I think that communication and partnership is so important. Um, so that you guys can say, yeah, it was worth it. It's just give up one, just because you see with a lot of the players that are very successful. I think Mark's a good example of this. He's like, I'm just going to give up the one or two here. That's just what makes more sense than to go for the riskier shot and potentially get three or whatever. Definitely. Um, so it'll be interesting to watch all that unfold, but we're super excited for you guys. Thanks so much for uh, announcing this on our show. We are fully supporting the both of you and look forward to watching your season unfold. Thanks, thanks so much for, for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. I appreciate it. Good thanks, luck. Guys. All Thank right. You. Yeah, no worries. All right, we're going to take a quick break here and come back with the games right after this. All right, it's time for the games. And Wally fully remembered these games. I do. I'm, I'm, getting into it. I'm getting into it. I've, yeah, I've been looking forward to this moment, Mish. <laughs> top four baggers, top floor baggers. Would you rather? And Senator Board? Senator Board. It. Yeah, that's right. All right, so we're going to start with a four-bagger or f and four-bagger of the week. What what are yours? 
I think my top four bagger is going to be rumors. Like a lot of these pairings that I'm getting, I made a post saying, hey, if you're looking for a partner, you know, let me know. I got my spreadsheet going, so I'm trying to help people get paired together. And then I'm I'm starting to make sure that <laughs> one name in particular, which I'm not going to release, I have heard paired up with six different people right now. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> so I'm telling everybody yes and narrow it down to one because maybe <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of bogus, but at the same time, I kind of get it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm excited for some of these rumors that I hear. I think we're going to have a pretty big reveal that a lot of people are going to be excited about next week on the show. Um, they're just based contracts have been to my understanding contracts have been sent. So it's just a matter of signing it and then we'll get them on the show. Um, it's going to be pretty exciting, but yeah, I think the four bagger for me is the rumors in the off season. We are officially underway. Cool. So my top four bagger of the week is the pro invitational that we drew. I'm so excited about these teams. Uh, I think it's going to be so much fun. I'm bummed that I won't be able to be there to watch it in live and in person, but I will be watching at home for sure. I think it's going to be battle. Like I feel like last season when we found out it was Mark Richards and Cheyenne Bubenheim, even though they didn't win, it felt like a lock. Like it felt like, oh, what's the point of even playing this? And ended up being great games. So th- that's all. That's all awesome. But this time I'm like, man, this is. Do you remember who won last year? Yeah, Tony Smith and Kaylee Hunter. Tony again, okay. Yeah. So Tony going for the repeat with Miranda. Yeah. Um, and Kaylee's not in. It doesn't look like. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I do like the pairings. I think there's a couple of interesting ones. Fisher and Yeti. I'm curious to see how that one's going to click. Yeah. What do they throw? Yeah. Yeah. I think those are different throwing styles, but for the Same most with Batson and Glass. Batson and Glass are opposite throwing styles too. So yeah. it it should definitely be interesting. All right. What's your floor bagger? My floor bagger is kind of what we talked about earlier in the show. It's just this this getting organized, this moving situation. Um, mom's heading off to Panama Friday, so I'm going to take over the house officially as she moves down there. And I think whenever that happens, I can finally just kind of put stuff in boxes and move her stuff out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't feel like you're, like, throwing her out the door. <laughs> like Right now, it's like I feel like if I move something, like I'm kind of looking at her, making eye contact, like, is this okay if I – Right. Just to the side a little bit. And I'm kind of getting vibes that like, this is my house. Don't touch anything. But (laughs) yeah, for sure. That's my floor bagger. My floor bagger is also not cornhole. It's personal. Uh, My dog Koa got sick the other night in the middle of the night. And I was up all night cleaning up after. And it was a disaster. And it was the night before the cornhole tournament. I can't do dog sickness. You know, baby sickness is one thing. Human sickness is one thing. Dog sickness is on another level. And he was so confused. Like, you could tell he was like, I don't know what's happening to me. (laughs) I'm not trying to, Mom. I can't control this. What's going on with my body right now? Oh, it was awful. And I like, and Nick's just sleeping through it. I woke him up because he's such a deep sleeper. I'm like, wake up. I'm dealing with this. Like, what are you doing? So that was my, my floor bagger of the week. That was awful. All right. Send it or board it. What do you got? All right, so I am in the new season. We're getting new partners. This is going to be the last time you're going to see these logos on there. So thank you, Spark. Thank you, Merck. Thank you, Onboard, Cornhole Coffee, Colorado Cornhole Connections, Siva, and BG. Thank you guys for last season. We're at the point now where um, I made the post. We're getting 10 new sponsors for next season for the K9 unit. And <clears throat> I am researching equipment to buy. I'm talking with Corn and Chase about new equipment for the ACL live feed. So. I came across 
4K cameras that I want for my personal set, which is going to be better quality than the ACL equipment has. But I have the money to buy it right now, but it's really not designed for that. So should I? I'm asking you, Mish, should I send it and just purchase these bad 4K cameras? Or should I just board it and kind of wait until the actual new sponsorship money comes in? Like, so is there a concern that so is there a concern that money wouldn't come in? Well, I mean, not, you know, you don't count chickens till they've hatched, so sure. I don't know. If it were me, I would totally send it because I'm a risk taker. <laughs> and I'm like a manifester. I'm like, if I dream it, it will happen. So I'm not saying that's smart. This is where Nick's very grounding for me because he's the opposite. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm just gonna spend it. It's gonna show up. It's gonna be great. Um, so I would send it all day, and I don't think that's necessarily always good. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that's probably not a great answer. All right, here's mine. Give me permission to spend. I'll, I'll make the purchase today. Uh, yeah, well, this is when if I was your coach, I'd be like, I'm not giving advice. <laughs> you're only my life coach. You're not my financial coach. <laughs> Thank God. For, you don't want that. I promise. Um, all right. Mine is what if you're offered a contract spot so that a big bag sponsor comes to you and, and, and offers you a nice contract, but the they, they put in a something that you have to do and that is you have to work and they choose on whatever your biggest weakness is so if they think your biggest weakness is your mental game or your they want you to learn a role or your interview skills like whatever your biggest weakness is they said we'll offer you this contract but you have to go fix this weakness as a result of this or that's what you have to do to get this contract send it or board it am i still working for the acl no, no, I'm just saying you're a pro. Like, so pretend you're like, yeah, you're a pro. Your whole job is to be a pro. I think I'm probably just going to board it. I think I, I think I, I finally want acceptance of me in my life. And I want somebody who's, who's, uh, okay with me. me. Yeah. I don't, I, I understand my weaknesses. I'm always going to work on my weaknesses. So I like that aspect of it. But the, for the most part, like, I don't want to have, I don't want the have to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't be forced to. It's kind of like whenever you make plans for, you know, going out with your friends and stuff like that. And you're like, you're, if you have no plans, you're geared up to go out. Like, I want to go do something real quick. I'm excited. And then you go. But then if like you have plans, you're like, oh, I got to be there in 15 minutes. Like, I'm not ready. You know, and oh, stuff I'm like the that. total opposite. I'm always excited about plans. All right. We're, we got one more, or 45 seconds. What would your would you rather? Uh, I think my would you rather would be, would you rather own a, cornhole bar in an area that's not heavily populated or would you rather go to cornhole tournaments in a, in a populated area that's ran by somebody else oh i would rather have my own because i'll build it i'm a good marketer if i'll figure it out it come. yep i will totally figure it out okay. mine is would you rather have a big contract but you have to play with someone that's not your favorite or a smaller contract but you love your partner bigger contract no, you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can hit up cash tournaments and charity fundraisers. <laughs> all right. That's all we got time for. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you all next time.